Hello and happy Friday. Welcome back to Unplugged with D. I don't know how I have gotten anything done this week. The Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial is on and I cannot stand her. It used to be unpopular opinion to like believe Johnny Depp. Now it's common knowledge that she's horrible. So I've been watching that all week and I am very invested, probably way too invested. But honestly, my 12-year-old self who had pictures of Johnny Depp hanging up all over my wall would be really proud of my commitment today, you know? Anyway, I figured since um, tax season is obviously upon us, most of us have already paid our taxes. Some of us have filed extensions. I thought I would do a little mini episode on the tax benefits of being an entrepreneur because I think a lot of people miss that. And a lot of people think like, oh, it gets so much more complicated when you run a business to pay your taxes, what have you. And I wanted to kind of clear some of that up being that I've been on both sides of this discussion. So here are, in my opinion, the top three tax benefits that have made the biggest difference when it comes to running my own businesses versus being an employee for a company. Number one is the ability to write a lot of things off. And mind you, I have created business entities. So I have incorporated, I'm in the process of LLCs. Like there's a lot of things I've done to create entities for my businesses. So there are tax breaks and benefits associated with that. And the number one is the ability to use write-offs and the opportunity to write things off. Like I, as an entrepreneur, and listen, I'm not a tax person. I have a very talented group of individuals that do my taxes and they are incredible. They are the accounting collective. And honestly, they do bookkeeping. They are a full service agency that does all of my taxes, my bookkeeping, everything. So I don't do this personally. And I'm not a CPA. So I am not the person to come to with tax advice. What I am going to share with you is what I have been able to do in my businesses at the direction of my tax people. So uh, number one is like write-offs. I am able to write off so many things. I'm able to write off my cell phone. I'm able to write off my car. I'm able to write off you know, our mortgage. I'm able to write off, what else? Clothes. My, when I get my nails done, if I'm speaking at an event and I have to buy an outfit, I'm writing off everything for that. If I get my hair done before an event, I'm going to write that off. If I am buying gifts for my team, I'm investing in gifts for my team, for my, you know, for my clients, for my um, employees, I am writing that off. I am writing off anything I do for personal development. So whether that be a business coaching course, whether that be a conference, I'm writing all of that off. Um, there are tax benefits associated with, you know, you can you can rent, if you have a business entity, you can rent your house to your business a certain amount of times a month to like maximize that tax break. You can actually write off your health insurance. So a lot of people are like, oh, well, I stay with my, my job because I get health insurance. And that may be true, although I make enough to pay for my own health benefits and I get to write that off as a break for my business. So it actually ends up being more beneficial to do it on my own. And it also makes it, I mean, it's a little bit more complicated when you, you know, go to, you know, tax season a little bit more complicated. But if you have a team of people that are there for you to like 
keep track of all your purchases, it actually makes everything very easy. So like the initial setup might be a little bit more complicated. You have to like download some apps. I use Mint. I use, you know, QuickBooks, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it actually ends up being a lot more beneficial. And you, you know, I I think as an employee, I was paying like 40% in taxes and I think I paid like 9%. And, you know, there's a lot of hearsay out there from people saying like, oh, you know, the rich don't pay taxes. And that is true. They do pay taxes. They're not paying 40% because they're using the tax code the way it was designed, um, which actually favors entrepreneurship. It favors, it favors business owners. So it behooves you to actually become a business owner because the tax code is set up in a way that supports you, where if you are an employee, there's only a certain amount of you can do. And most of the time, I mean, I was paying at least 40% in my taxes, 35 to 40%. And then now I think in 2020, it was like 9% or something. And that's because I have a lot of write-offs. You know, there's things that I use for my business that I'm able to write off. Number two, I think like the the big, the best with like benefits of being an entrepreneurship in terms of taxes is like you, if, you know, people are like, oh, well, it's really hard to buy a house if you're an entrepreneur. And like, that's all, that is true. I honestly, I think that's one area our, our country really needs to change is we do a lot of like the lenders, uh, when you're buying a house, lenders really like you to have like W-2 state. They'd rather, I always say they'd rather you make shitty consistent money than like fluctuating good money. And I think that's just because we're moving into it. We're currently moving into a time when like more people are entrepreneurs. So I think this is going to change. We're kind of like in the limbo period right now. And since I am in the process of building and buying a house, you know, it's been challenging and it actually is going to end up being a lot better because you can like kind of, you get to decide like how much you're going to write off and how much you're not. So you can like what you're going to show your lenders where like when you work for somebody, what you make is what you make. And although like, yes, if you're making good money, it isn't an issue, but if you're not making good money, there's not a lot of fluctuation there where as an entrepreneur, there is a little bit more fluctuation. So that's another one. And I just think that having control over, you know, like having control over your taxes is really, really helpful. I, you know, had no idea I could write off my cell phone. I had no idea I could write off my health insurance. I had no idea I could write off, you know, like if I needed a new outfit or flights, you know, like if you fly somewhere and maybe the the trip is part pleasure because you're going to sightsee while you're there. But like, let's say the at some point on your trip, you're going to talk business. That trip now becomes a, a business write-off because you flew for work. And of course, like you enjoyed yourself while you were there. So you're not going to write off like all of your meals. But if you flew for business, you're writing off those flights. You know, so I just think that like we're not taught this in school. And I certainly didn't know this in school at all. And, um, you know, I wish my dad would have lived longer to be able to teach it to me. But I'm really grateful I'm learning now. And I'm realizing like how much of the power is actually in the entrepreneur's hands versus the employee's hands when it comes to taxes. So if you are like dabbling in entrepreneurship, like set up yourself as an entity, incorporate yourself, LLC, whatever it is, schedule C, you know, and like make sure that you are really writing things off that you're you're entitled to and able to write off for your business. And I'm not saying be shady, like I'm not being shady. There's no, there's nothing I'm writing off that's not actually used for business. But yes, I'm going to write off my cell phone because I use my phone 95% of the time for business. 
Uh, I have an office in my house. That's my home office. So I write off some of my utilities. I write off my internet. I write off, you know, I have two cars, one of which is for business. I, you know, if I'm, if I'm speaking at an event and I get my nails done, or if I buy the outfit for it, like I'm going to write that off. That's a business purchase. If, you know, I buy gifts for my clients or my team, I will write that off because those are all business expenses, you know? And I just think that we don't talk about it enough and people get really weird about it, but you're not breaking any rules. You're following the tax code the way it was designed for you. And that's really epic. So take advantage of that as much as you can. And, you know, if you do have any questions about taxes, like talk to your tax person, if you don't have a tax, if you're like, if, let's say you're in the network marketing industry, for example, and you use a tax person that like, don't use TurboTax as an entrepreneur, whatever you do. Um, but find a tax person that understands your industry, you know, because if they don't understand your industry, it, they're not going to be as keen on what you can and cannot do where I have, I, I, I've now had a couple different tax people and like my my first bookkeeper, my first tax person and my tax people now, like they all understand my industry really well. So it's really easy to like explain like, yeah, I got a new outfit for that event and it's written off as uniform. Like there's, the, you know, there's just things that they understand. And if your tax person doesn't understand, it's going to make it a lot more complicated for you. So if there's any advice I can give you, it's like get a tax person that understands your industry, no matter what that industry is. Yeah. I think that's what I wanted to chat with about today. I figured since it's tax season, and maybe some of y'all just paid a lot more taxes than you wanted to. So hopefully this is helpful. The business, you know, the business fee, the cost to owning your business, like the business tax lic- licensing fees and all that that are yearly fees, they really are nothing compared to what you're going to save in taxes when you establish yourself as a business entity. Anyway, we'll be back on Tuesday with another episode. I'm going to do a solo episode next week all about the death of pain point marketing. So make sure you tune into that. And if this resonated with you, if you are looking for a good tax person, the accounting collective, her name's Kristen Prosser. Uh, You can find her on Instagram. You can find her online. She's amazing. Anyway, love y'all. Talk to you soon.